I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blast podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots. If you concocted some sort of imaginary drama between me and one of the other top 10 uh, interviewees in the top 40 countdown, because I said I loved eight people in this countdown, I want you to go to the Facebook group right now and you tell me who and what story you made up because you are a fool. I said eight because there were two people in here twice because you love them as much as I do. And this person is no exception. I am so happy that she's the number one most downloaded episode. And honestly, doesn't surprise me. She's a bad bitch and she's cool as hell. And she now has a podcast all about cults because she grew up in one. And that's what we talked about. So, you know, she didn't at the time. Maybe you guys listening encouraged her to talk more, to talk to other people. Who knows? All I know is this is the number one episode. The Friends Go Marching 2 by 2 with Megan Granger. She's so fucking awesome. This is such an interesting episode. It's wild. And if you find it fascinating, definitely go check out her podcast because she deep dives into other cults and talks to other people who survived living in them. Um, so, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. We fucking did it. I can't tell you how happy I am to be done recording these fucking intros. But that's neither here nor there. I love Megan. I already know you love Megan. But for those of you who are new listeners who got in on the countdown and have just been like, cool, I can skip trying to find good episodes. She's given them to me. This one is quite literally the cherry on top of them all. Please enjoy the Friends Go Marching 2 by 2 the number one episode of all time on Ignorance is Blessed with Megan Granger. Yay, you guys. Hello. I'm here with my lovely friend, Megan Granger. Um, I mean, what do I say about you? Like, hilarious writer, extraordinaire, host of the amazing podcast, Superficial Magic. I don't know, but I almost just said whoop, whoop, raise the roof. So. I mean, it's just a whoop, whoop, raise the roof <laughs> kind of morning, you know? <laughs> I feel like you guys were in her apartment, which is just on like a beautiful corner and there's so much going on outside. It's so lively. And her apartment literally looks like something out of um, like an interior design ad or like one of those Instagrams. Thank you so much. It's just a beautiful apartment that I got lucky to get. And then my friend Kenna is moving. So she gave me all of her stuff. <gasps> Oh my God, and the best. she has like really good taste. So now I've just incorporated it into my life and I'm like, yeah, it's mine. Yes. The universe sent me better things. That's, I, 
anything I own that someone's ever complimented that they're like, this is so fashionable, it definitely came from someone else. Oh, always. I was like, I will steal that. I think I have a desk from you and people are like, what a fun vintage desk. And I was like, (laughs) well, my friend was moving and I stole it. I remember giving you that desk. We had to like carry it out. You had a whole truck for it. I know. I got a truck because I was like, I'm not letting that desk go. It's a beautiful desk. I don't even remember who was with me. I do. It was an ex-boyfriend. Oh, he never cared about me. I'm kidding. But he did complain the whole time because he was weak. Like fucking. you guys were both very small. I know. <laughs> I Aww. do just remember two tiny people. We were a cute, tall desk. yeah. But I was cuter, so it's over. Um, <laughs> that's probably not true. Yes, it is. I'll stop. Okay, wait. So wait, cults, <laughs> cults. Yes, I mean, I want to just dive in. There's yes. just so much about you, and I feel like I wish my listeners knew you. We'll podcast again. It doesn't matter. They probably do. Half my listeners are crossovers from other. Oh, podcasts, amazing! So they've heard you everywhere. You guys have heard me everywhere. She's literally everywhere. I cannot <laughs> escape her. But we're talking about this. Okay. We're talking about a cult, you guys. Right? Is it a cult? Can I call it a cult? I mean, I do. But I, I feel like if you call it a cult, people automatically think weird sex stuff. Oh, yeah. But it you wasn't. I mean? It was just no. like it, weird it, religious stuff. Yeah. It was just intense. The friends. Yes. Was that a thing? I, oh, yeah. I wikied it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. wait. Let's get into it. It's, okay. Okay. So... Two by twos is kind of what it's called. Yes. But there's not really a name. Exactly. The there's, church with no name. There, it's called the church with no name. Like if anybody asks what's the name, you say there is no name because we're just a, the way. It's there's the, the way truth. Because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the light. So, um, yeah, you're like, we don't need a church name. Right. So it's the way there's no church buildings. Oh church yeah. Buildings are like very sinful. Frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Oh, cause I mean, they guess they buy into that one like Bible verse. Of, yes. It's not the temple. It's yes, the home or whatever. Yes. So all the church gatherings are in homes. Really? Yes. So, but it is like a Christian sect. Yes. Um, okay. So was there a specific home you went to? Was it Sundays? And then yeah. Um, th- usually, actually, we would have it. It was on Sundays. Oh, so your house just, was the house. Mm-hmm. And so then you know, like Saturday night, it would just be like cleaning, 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 and and other cities. There was like a really young, attractive, you know, like hot groups. minister the, the, or something no, like like kids. Like, oh, you know, you'd go to other cities and there'd be like a big group of kids who are in this religion. And oh, so be... you guys would like travel. Oh, yeah. But in my city in Kansas, there was it was just really old people. Oh, so, so you were like the only kid. I was the only kid. I didn't have any brothers and sisters yet. My sister's 10 years younger than me. So oh my gosh, it was just me and like the oldest people you've ever seen and like the founders of the religion. Yeah. <laughs> and so it would be a Saturday night and I'd be like, I want to go spend the night at my friend's house. My parents would be like, it's meeting tomorrow. We have to clean. And it was just like so boring. Every Saturday night you just had to clean in preparation yes, and for old we, people. Yes. And it was Wednesday night too. And it was like, n- we never missed it. Really? Did, were the Wednesday nights in your place too? Sometimes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but it's like we've gone to other countries before and they're like, okay, we're going to meeting. That's what it's called. It's just called meeting? Mm-hmm. Not a meeting, the meeting. It's we're just going meeting. To meeting. We're meeting. Yeah, we're meeting. We're going to meeting. And uh, and you just go to people's houses in other countries. They don't even speak English, but you're like immediately accepted as part of so this family. Is this like a huge... 
I would say there's like 150,000 people on it. I would say that because I did look at the Wikipedia page just now. (laughs) Just now you're like, I don't know. It's been a while. And also, why would you know that if you didn't research it? There's 150,000, 10 of which are living in Wichita, Kansas and are very old. And are is it like mostly your family? Is Uh, your family still in it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Both sides. That's how my parents met. They met in a meeting? Yeah. They were friends of the light or what? Mm -hmm. I I mean, I made that one up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So is it the same concept of like Jesus is the son of God and he performs miracles? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, the, I wouldn't really say the miracles are, uh, are, are as big of a deal as the sacrifice, you know, it's, Oh, as the, like he he gave himself up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you guys have that. Do you have that like heavy, like the Catholics? I grew up Catholic. Oh, for sure. So much guilt, so much weird, just like, I, I just remember being little, this is so heavy and sad, but just being like, I really wish I didn't exist because it's like such a burden. It's such a burden. It's so like, bad. Yeah. I, my parents would just be like, you know, humans are like sinful and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, then why did you have a kid? Because. Yeah. Why did you bring more people? Yeah. This? Uh, like, hi. Did you ever you, say that to your parents when you were little? God. I don't know. Probably. I mean, there's so many things we just think and never say. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I probably did because I was a brat, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was just a really heavy religion for me. Yeah, it sounds heavy. I read that like the ministers or whoever, the leaders, mm-hmm. they don't live anywhere. They just, right. they just, people take them in. Yes. So the ministers um, like give their life to this. They don't have homes. They give up every worldly possession. Oh and they are put in like, it's, they call it two by twos. Um, or in pairs. Yeah. Is it always it, like two males or two females? Two males or two females. females? Okay. And uh, they change like partners every year and change cities. Oh. Every year. Mm-hmm. So you just go new places. Exactly. So you get new workers and you get new. Oh, God. My cat found string. This is really bad. I don't know who string she this is. She can't handle it. Um, I, <laughs> It's my string, I'm sure. It's just like, <laughs> it's just a string I own. <laughs> my cat found string. Your house is covered in strings. I don't know how she keeps finding these. <laughs> I don't know whose string this is. It's my string. It's my string. (laughs) Um, It's a religious string. Yeah. So they would, they go out two by two and they stay uh, with you. And they are like thought to be a direct connection to God. Oh, so they're like popes. So when the workers were staying with you, it was a big deal. Yeah. And you had to be on like your best, best behavior. Exactly. And... Gosh, this is a lot to unpack because I've never really thought about it before. This is very weird. But from eighth grade on, one was always living with us. Really? So you had like a foreign exchange student from God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it was not. Was it the pair or was it just one? Like like somebody would be like unfit for it for a while. And so they like one woman came in. Two women came and lived with us for years. And then like somebody else would, you you know, like. For some reason, we had a really big bougie house, and there was you're like fabulous, but it, also religious. Yeah, and but <laughs> exactly, but like because my parents aren't like that anymore. But back in the day, the it, they, they really wanted this, to impress the religion. Yeah, we just had a really big house, and the like downstairs was just stuffed full of. Workers. They're like no churches, but your family basically lives in a giant church. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, the you know, they were all really sweet and. Uh, but it was just weird uh, because there were literally ministers living in our house. So did you always feel like I'm sinning? They're going to catch me. Like, did you ever sneak out and stuff in high school? 
Oh my god, no. No. I tried a few times, I'd be caught every time. Like my curfew was ten. There was no way around it. So you were like pretty well behaved and like strict rules all through. I, I I had really strict rules, but I wasn't well behaved. Oh, okay. But you know, I mean I was just a kid. A kid, naughty in my way. I, yeah, I had like, sex in high school, so like you did. not to brag. Was it with a two by two or no. two by two? How big is it? It was with two a by 90, two? It was a ninety two year old man. <laughs> oh my god. You're like anything, get me out of here. Save me. Um, because that's how old everyone in the religion was. No, it was a boy named Mike from my high school. Oh Shout my out gosh. to Mike. I know you're listening to high this because you're so obsessed with me. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Wait, so did you go to regular public school? No. No. But I didn't go to religious school. I just went to private just school. Just a private school? Yeah. Were there other people in the religion there? Oh, my God, no. It, it's no? Such so you were like a loner? I mean, I didn't want to be, but I had to go to school. We c- I couldn't cut my hair. I <gasps> couldn't wear jeans. Did you have to always wear dresses? Yeah, so I looked like an American girl doll, and I went to this, like, really nice private school where everyone was so gorgeous and flashy. And, like, and trendy. And trendy, and I was like, hi, like... Here's my long jean skirt because my parents oh my God, long said jean skirt. Yes. Didn't those, okay. Maybe this is just Alaska, which travel and leisure named the least fashionable state in in the country. Wow. Um, it's an honor, truly. But there was a really brief period in like middle school where long denim skirts were a thing. Was that anywhere else? I, you know, I like was there a moment where I people d- were like she was ahead of the curve? <laughs> no, I do remember YM like really pushing that down our throats for a while. There's, I don't know, like why. Seventeen magazine and stuff where it was like the long jean skirt with the like clog shoes and, yeah, and like, like a bodysuit or something. And people are like, yeah, dress like a witch. Yeah. Um, no, it was not in style. No. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you were just always long hair. Did people ever ask you about it? Yes. Or- people were like, you look like an idiot. You look like an idiot. Were people mean to you to get bullied? Yes. Oh, my God. It's just so funny. I mean, this happens as like the case of so many people you meet in Hollywood where like they're gorgeous and amazing. And you're like, surely you weren't also bullied. And they're like, <laughs> I was tortured, terrorized by everyone I knew. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't help matters by like refusing to ever take showers. And um... I, mean, I get it. <laughs> showers are a whole thing. It's like a burden. <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't have time. I was really busy. Uh, I was giving cleaning. my life to God. Yeah. <laughs> Were you okay? Let's see. So, at what point did you realize that your religion was like a little weird? Because that—that's the thing about religion—is that you're just brainwashing kids. Yeah. Like, what, regardless of the religion and how popular it is, it's like when you grow up and you're going to church and like Jesus this, Jesus that, or whatever your religion. Uh-huh. That's just your truth, but when you really take a step back, you're like, oh, you're just like feeding this shit to your children and they just yes. buy into it. Right, because they have no choice. Yeah. Um. Oddly, I think I was like, not to be too abstract and weird, but I think I was here straight from a weird past life because... Oh, like you were just like, it's like, nope, you're going back. Yeah, because like, I was so like... Something ended and it's like, you're not done. Immediately just like a very weird person who like... <laughs> That's all, why we get along. <laughs> always would talk about... Like the guillotine, <laughs> I was like two or three or four. The guillotine, I was, I was like obsessed with it. Would always talk about like, like oh, I like you're you're like Marie Antoinette or something. I think shit. I like yeah. So, you were in that time, the French Revolution. Yes. So I was on my own journey, having like really intense, weird dreams and whatever. And um, I just from the very beginning was like, I don't like this. I don't subscribe to this. Yes. Thing. So I was like, I don't. Well, so funny. Yeah, but I 
was always like, but I should. And like, there's something wrong with the me. guilt. It's like, why don't I just want to like, yeah. Like why don't it's just about love. Just accept the truth as the truth and like move on and, um, make your family happy and go to heaven. Cause like, you're not going to go to heaven. heaven. No. And so I would just be stressed out. I would try to go to sleep at night and I would just like stay awake all night fretting about hell. Oh, cause you're like, I'm, I don't I'm believe in it. And God knows. Yeah. I was like, I'm definitely going to hell. So like it would just be, you know, a normal third grade day for kids. And I'd be falling asleep at my desk. Cause I, cause you stayed awake fretting about going to yeah. hell and the guillotine. And no wonder you have sleep problems now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I need an ambient because all I see is guillotines in hell. <laughs> Every was, time I close my eyes, I was a pleasant child. Oh my god your parents are like what happened like the guillotine <laughs> how does she even know that word yeah um wow uh, y- yeah i i don't think i ever really believed it which you know um which was was really hard um because i wanted to you wanted to you're like i want to just well i think of that way about so many things just even people who have Okay, simple is probably an offensive word to be like simple dreams. Yes. But people who just like I just want my my house. I mean, that's and what my, country music is. My, like, yeah, and I love country dream. music. It's yeah. like you have your beer on Friday night, you you go to your job, you work you work hard and you come home to your fucking kids and like and have a key party. I and you have a key. <laughs> See? It's simple. I sometimes I'm like I wish I could subscribe to that. Like I Absolutely. How easy would life be if you were so satisfied with just like, yeah, no, that's just how it is. And then that was it for you. You had no further thoughts. I mean, that's they have it, they this this lifetime is like really fun for them. Yeah. They're just like, I have everything I could possibly want mm-hmm. and I don't want anything else. That's great. And I'm going to heaven mm-hmm. <laughs> to just know you're in. You're like, they just sit around on Saturday nights cleaning and they're like, we're in. They're like, so in. They're do, so excited. They think, do you think that they're like a little elitist? Like, we know we're going to heaven. Yes. These other people. Oh, and and I would when I was little, I would, I was obsessed with hell, obviously. So I would just tell everyone, I'd be like, "You're not in my religion. So you, you cut your hair and your earrings, so you're gonna go to hell." And they'd be like, "All right, Megan, stop <laughs> saying that." Did you get in trouble in, all in the school time. for like telling people they're oh, going to hell all the time? I would just be like, "You're going now. You're going now." Yeah, I didn't have any good news for them. I wasn't like, and so you should do this. It's like so. show and tell, and you're like, "Okay, I didn't bring anything, but I did want to tell you guys, you're all going to hell." And I learned about sex because my dad's a gynecologist, so he had to like explain it to me early on. Like very, was it meticulously? That's interesting. Your dad's a gynecologist. Yeah. I knew that, but for the listeners, like, it's interesting that he was in a science field. Yes. How did that? I don't know. Like, how does he work with the female anatomy, but also be like, cover it up and don't ever show I don't, anyone? I, don't, I, I just I, made I that don't part know. up. No, it's so strange. It's like so layered. And the, my family and all the people in the religion are so nice and like progressive in weird ways. Like in and social ways, no, but yeah, also. No in, one's like, you shouldn't be a gynecologist and looking at people's vaginas. Like, they're like, yes, the woman needs a doctor like, yeah you're a doctor you're <laughs> exactly. helping women exactly um and he's looking at women but he makes them wear long skirts so he has to like dive right, underneath the skirts right. <laughs> yes it's like it's like it's, going into a tunnel he's got one of those lights on his head exactly <laughs> <laughs> just like i guess it's there was nothing really like shameful about the body the or female sex body. Well, or anything good. like that it was just like to be modest cover cover it up for jesus like cover it up jesus save it for jesus and your husband yes exactly but, but then there was no like guilt about having sex with your husband or like using birth control or anything like that oh that's such a fascinating intersection of things yeah there was a lot going on they're like progressive scientifically but and my dad like, will be like 
because my dad um, does like IVF and genetic stuff. Oh, you know? wow. And he'll be like, uh, yeah, gay, being gay is genetic. Like, for sure. A hundred percent there's a gene. And yeah. I know that without reading an article based on how many, how many of my gay friends have gay brothers. And I'm like, you're... It's such a gene. And he's like, of course, we're like close to finding it and blah, 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 blah. blah. But he's like, but... So he knows that. That's so... Yeah. But then he's like, but it's their, you know, it's their hardship to bear in this life that they just can't experience. That they have to experience... They have they, to like keep it tucked in. love. Like, it's like... It's okay that you're born gay, but like you have to keep it tucked in is sort of a, it's a, God, that's hard. What's also interesting to me, just, this is kind of off topic, but I've been obsessively reading about genetics my whole life. I'm trying to create the perfect human race. That's a lie. But, (laughs) um, well, ever since I found out I was created through artificial insemination, which was like 10 years ago, um, I, I'm like just obsessed with genetics and like how things get passed on and what. I also got obsessed with it when I first learned about it in like third grade, you know, for like a week, I was like, I'm going to be a geneticist and then I'm going to be a astronaut. And now here I am. And I talk about my butthole for a living, but (laughs) Oh, what's interesting to me thinking about the fact that there for sure has to be like a, a gay gene. It's like all genetics. It's like you're predisposed to something, but it might not happen. Exactly. So I have, I get medical stuff information i did 23 and me which is that thing where you spit yes. a vial and they tell you like your heritage and they're just like you're as jewish as you thought you were and i'm mm-hmm. like i am i'm so jewish <laughs> i knew it but they also will show you if you choose to like medical things you could be predisposed to oh, boy. and they give you a whole thing that they're like this doesn't mean anything talk to your doctor but like people with such and such gene are predisposed to like alzheimer's for instance i have that gene watch out oh, do no. i even know who you are but <laughs> it's like that we're gonna be the notebook soon jess well i mean I got to find someone so I can have that. <laughs> someone write me letters every day and DMs don't count creeps. No, just thinking about if you found out like, cause when people tell you have like the BRCA gene where they're like, you could, you're at risk for high risk for breast cancer, but someone being like, you have, I'm sorry, you have the gay gene and you're, you have to go like this, like, wait, am I gay? And like, that just adds a whole layer to the, am I gay thing, which I think, everyone experiences at some point that like we have moments of like i'm for sure could be gay right yeah i have that all the time right like i could i just almost i'm like i want to marry a woman and we just have separate sex lives with men or whoever we want to fuck right it seems like it makes more sense what religion is that (laughs) v by g the only good idea oh my god (laughs) um okay so was there like was it like a dirty dancing like no fun no birthdays like jehovah's oh witnesses oh my gosh thank god so many so much fun birthdays like ski trips i can celebrate halloween my parents oh like, halloween thank everybody god. loves harry potter like it's not like the we- like the really weird it's like, not like the crap. crazy like, pentecostal no, where it's like not everything's like a sin but um but oh, what was i'm i'm sorry i lost my train of thought um it's totally it, fine it's not like that but um we didn't celebrate Christmas or Easter or anything religious because they were like, that is a set. It's that just, is a set? Yeah. Oh, so it's just like not like celebrating the death and birth of right. Jesus. Because was Jesus your savior or was he just like part of the squad? No, no, no. Jesus is Jesus is the thing. Okay. Jesus is, Jesus the, is the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. And that's literally what you guys are called. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. So... Uh, yeah, that would be awkward. There would be no Christmas. And so, 
because they were like, that's not when Jesus was actually born, and it's a commercialized like pagan holiday, and we don't celebrate it. And oh, blah, blah, and they're blah, like blah. pagans are witches. Mm-hmm. Well, not, they're just like, yeah, you can't, and it's it's just it's really weird. I mean, in their defense, Christmas is really commercialized. Like, right. I, my family, I have a lot of Catholics in my family, and um, I mean, most of them are like loose, lazy Catholics, you know, like church on Christmas and Easter and like whatever, but sinners. Right. Well, my one uncle who this is so interesting that I would he's I'm not saying he's like the smartest person in the family. I have a lot of like really smart people in my family, but he's a doctor and he's the one who's still the most religious. He's got a wife and they're just like this, like blonde haired, blue eyed, perfect family with her two kids. But when the kids were younger on Christmas every year, like I'd go to family Christmases. Or I went a few times. They would make a birthday cake for Jesus what? and sing what happy birthday. Well, that's the thing is that I used to do a bit about it. I should bring this back because I was like. I could probably make it better than when I started. She was explaining to me. She's like, well, the cake is dark. It's like chocolate. She's like, you know, for our sins. And then Jeez. they, then you coat it in white, like white frosting, like the blanket of light that is Jesus's love. It, there's a whole thing that goes. It is making me hungry. It's round, like his love for us. It never ends. But then I was like, I took a bite of the cake and I was like, this is really good. This is a real story. I was like, this is really good. What flavor cake is this? And my aunt who made it looks over at me and like, she looks around and leaned over and she's like, devil's food cake it was on sale <laughs> no I swear to god no i was like you made a jesus cake out of devil's food cake and she's like no it was, it was so cheap oh my gosh <laughs> well it's still a circle but yeah it's a circle of life the devil is you know a part of life did you uh were, were, could your family drink because my family can't drink oh yeah no so your family doesn't drink at all my family is uh, just a train of alcoholics no no drinking like my family probably would steal the blood of christ <laughs> wait so did you guys have what grape juice at church was that yes. so uh, and in the sunday morning meeting you would have um you would have bread and a glass of grape juice Ooh, like actual bread was it leaven like full and no, yummy bread it was just like a piece of wonder bread oh <laughs> I'm like you did you have baguettes and you're like why would we have baguettes I'm like I don't know you knew about the guillotine <laughs> like that there's just like a French baker for some reason in fucking Wichita oh my god exactly I, I, yeah we we did no wine my mom has had alcohol once in her life my like, dad did you get be, wasted yeah my my dad said like he her and her identical twin sister who are just the most ridiculous human beings. Your mom's on the an identical twin yes and they both married men named David Allen that are in the religion so wait, were they all, oh, Jesus, were they all raised? Yes. Like from the beginning, like their parents yes. were in the religion. Okay. That's what yes. I was wondering. So, um, I wonder if that's like a popular religious name in that religion, David Allen. No, it's so, so weird. weird. It's so weird. But my dad said he bought them like a, a beer, like a case of beer. And they were so excited. They were like staying in a hotel. They were and going like, Ooh, we're getting wild. Yeah. They were like, ah, oh, we're drinking Sinning. beer. And then he said, they just threw up. Oh my oh God. My God. <laughs> Wow. So they've just never. They've not. And they have no idea who anyone is. You could be like, Angelina Jolie, because no TV. No, like, and my mom's like, oh, no TV. And she's like, is she a, a singer? Like, no clue. I thought Home Alone was a scary movie. How did you? Oh my gosh, really? And I would like try to pretend that I was normal. You know, that people would be like, have you seen Home Alone? I'd be like, yes, I'm still like so scared. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> Why are you? You think your parents are going to leave you? Like, kids don't know. Wait, did you not watch TV or movies at all? No, I had I had a little VCR with Annie, a few Shirley Temple, 
things and like the happiest millionaire which you guys should really check out uh i'm going to now because the, i love annie and yeah. shirley temple and i will buy into that it's like a musical that's so weird and um <laughs> i would just watch them over and over i can i could start an annie monologue and just tell you the whole oh dialogue. i know you can because two weeks ago in new york <laughs> oh my god when you were roofied at a bar um which we shouldn't laugh about but she turned out fine um did i I mean, do any of us ever? <laughs> we were in the street waiting for a cab and I was holding you up and you started singing all of Annie. And our other friend who's with us, Jessica J, is like mortified because we're screaming in the street. And me, not even drunk, just a psycho who loves Annie was like, yes. And I started singing along. I was like, I didn't think anyone else knew this song. So were we singing loud? Oh, oh yeah. What? It was a... It was a weirdly empty part of the city for some reason. <laughs> I'm sure they saw me coming and everyone was like, leave. Yeah, it was like Gramercy, but on a Wednesday. And which one were we singing? Easy Street? No, it wasn't even a, it wasn't tomorrow. Girl, I want to sing Easy Street Maybe it was, it was maybe or Little Girls. Ooh, Little Girls. Because then you and I, this is more ridiculous for me because you were like, roofied you were roofied and probably a little bit tipsy because you guys had been drinking you and i were fighting over who was miss hannigan and i think i was not even i was sober i was like i'm miss hannigan and then i was like i'm fighting with a person who doesn't even know that they exist right now i can't believe it and i was like you're not ugly enough to be miss hannigan you're like i'm miss hannigan i'm like you actually do sound like what probably real life miss hannigan was like just all fucked up fighting little girls it was uh, I did have um, we did have one like super cool moment in uh, the religion where do you remember you probably don't because who on earth would but like 12 years ago Matthew Perry had a girlfriend he was <gasps> still on friends and he had like he a serious girlfriend her name was Rachel and oh I never Rachel. even noticed yeah that. wait because yeah. um, he's secretly in love with Jennifer Aniston yeah I think that was her name oh god but anyway, she was in the religion. <gasps> and so her family was like from Michigan where my mom's family is from. So everybody knows each other so well. Oh, my God. And so he came with her to one of Ooh. our like, church conventions. So you saw him. He was there. Yeah. And I remember people being like, I think he's an actor. But, but like nobody watches TV. So they don't know. He's on like the most he famous He was on show. Friends. Like this wow and people like i don't know i think he's some sort of actor yeah i wonder that must have been weird for him because at that time he must have been getting recognized everywhere he went i'm sure he probably strangely liked it yeah because he's like oh these people are just treating me like a person i mean well, a person who's going to hell but yeah. a person but they're still nice to you they're like maybe we can convert him <laughs> i wonder how much longer they lasted after that moment i'm sure he was like well i mean she's not um in the religion oh. a lot of young people aren't they um, got out yeah but i don't know why i I feel like that's a totally normal choice for them, but I still feel really guilty about it. Yeah, I mean, it probably in the back of a lot of people's heads. They're like, I don't know if it's guilt anymore. I think I used to have the guilt, and now I've just like, it's transferred from guilt to like, this is, I wish I was so dumb that I could just blindly believe in something. Yeah. I wish I could just not question sometimes. Yeah. It's just like a dirty little feeling inside of you that's just like, like I'm a dirty little slut and I'm going to hell. Like nagging Ooh. at you. Ooh. Ooh. And you can't sleep at night. <laughs> I miss that again. When did you, did you have to like come out to your parents about so getting weird. out? My parents and I have the weirdest stuff. Like in my family, you just don't say stuff. That's a, a big mid Midwest thing where like I'll talk about my family. Like I had a boyfriend who called his mom every day. 
Wow. Which he said, he claims, he was, he was like the nicest guy I've ever dated. He was so sweet, opened all the doors, paid for everything, whatever. But he claims, he's like, it's for her. He's like, I don't need to talk to my mom every day. My dad said, she's noticeably happier when I call. So I call mm. her, which is just very sweet. Very sweet. And the kind of guy you should probably stay with. But yeah, I'm, I'm like, like boring, <laughs> snooze fest. But I talk about my family like fighting and shit, and which my, my family's, you know, not, n- not normal either. It's like a broken, fucked up house. But he'd be like, that's, he was so jarred by it. But I've realized, like, I don't know what's worse. It's like a family who just is super mean to each other and too honest or a family who's like, let's just not address the fucking huge yes. elephant in the room. Dad's fucking the neighbor. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's like, mm, can you pass the potatoes? Totally. I mean, we would yell at each other yeah. for sure. But, like, big issues, um, I don't know. Like, I, w- they came and stayed with me a couple weeks ago. I love them so much. And... I just wanted to have an honest conversation with them and I like went to and you're like so let's podcast about it <laughs> well I was just like I went to this astrologist that I love I never thought I'd say that I want to get the info I love him so much um his name's Sean you guys have to I love stuff like that yeah, he's just <sighs> I thought it was gonna be so stupid but he's so smart and whatever so, um, so it's like even if you don't like buy into that stuff like that just makes me feel good it's like this yeah happy. he was just like your biggest problem is not saying what you actually need and i was like that's true you know what's so crazy god uh like i relate to you so much on that by the way yes is when people go like psychics are just people who are really intuitive and it's like well fine if someone can point out something that i ha- i'm not willing to point exactly. out to myself and it's not like a special magic I don't medium have to go to therapy for five yeah, it's years like fine i'll pay i would pay for someone to go like hey idiot yeah fucking fix this yes yes completely <laughs> Um, so, uh, la, 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 la. Oh, sorry. My pa- no, no, no. I'm sorry. My parents were here and I was like, like gonna, I'm going to an astrologist. I was going to talk to them and just be like, cause he gave me a little like card of what to say, which is just like, I want to know that you love me the same, even though I'm not, even though I'm not. And then going to heaven and I didn't. <laughs> and that's, you know, you chickened out. You're yeah, like, that, this is like really heavy, but my grandpa, um, has like some sort of Alzheimer's right now. Uh, I don't oh. know. We didn't do the twenty three and me, so we're <laughs> we're not just sure. living. It's a very uh, that's it seems like on par with your family. Like we're just not going to find out. Um, right. We don't want to know <laughs> exactly. So um, he thought he was dying. He like had a heart attack or something, and he was unconscious in the hospital. And I guess just like screaming <gasps> that um, the devil should take him and spare me. And that I didn't know what I was doing. And that, like, just take me, take me. Oh, no. I mean, that's, you have to know that that's not, like, a premonition. That's literally Alzheimer's, is that you see things. and Right, like, but, I mean, oh, no. It, it's, it, and he wasn't really struggling with it back then. It's just, it's so, it's what he really thinks. And yeah, it's because it's he's so bought into the, or yeah, he's so deep in the religion. Yeah, it's just, so heartbreaking because I'm, like, breaking their hearts. There's nothing about this that's, like, I don't know maybe like they're like she'll she's just going through a phase yeah it's nothing like they're not like it's just tradition like we go to church sometimes they're like this is the only reason we exist and like yeah he's like like, yeah i mean i guess gosh i didn't think about that how hard it is when a family's like because i feel like you know a lot of kids grow up and they're like i need to go out and figure out my own thing and i'm not really into the religion and you just go well you know they figure it out but it's like yeah if you're a person who truly believes that like if you don't do this you're going to hell until have to watch your kid like yeah. just be quote going to hell. It's like heartbreaking. It's really, really hard. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. For everybody. Um, and of course, we've never talked about it. I get so. that guilt now that you're yeah. like, no, I wish I could. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it just... Because you're like, I'm breaking their hearts, but also you have to be true to yourself. And that's a whole... That It's a really strong um, lesson to learn. And I think there's so much to be said because there's nothing quite like it. Um, finding out who you are spiritually and how it's different than your family. And yeah. if you are in this life, like told you're not allowed to do that, it's just an extra important lesson for you. Yeah, no, I, well, I feel like that's so interesting, especially given like you're such a like spiritually seeking person mm-hmm. I feel like and even like your podcast mm-hmm. it's like you're constantly looking for what is yeah what is the thing that moves me what is the purpose yeah. what is yeah and yeah it's almost you wonder if growing up in a religion like that could push you to yeah I mean there's just I just remember when I was little I would like every night I would land back <laughs> this is before the house spiral would start but <laughs> I would be like I am me and I'd be like wait I'm me who's me I'm me. I'm me. I mean, and I would like go deeper and deeper and deeper until I was like buzzing. Like I was meditating really deeply, but I didn't. But know. you didn't know right. when you were a little kid, you're still like existing. I was just like so tripped out by it. And like sometimes I would see little Buddhist things like around borders or whatever. Yeah. That's where I'd feel like, like go spend my time. And I'd be like, oh God, we're really similar. <laughs> really? You I was like, like horny for bookstores. Oh yeah. And I would I was go like, around. like the bookstore. <laughs> go around and like find all the sex parts of books oh my god would you too <laughs> yes i always made my barbies fuck it was gross i, I mean, would just like walk down the the aisles and be like oh this one looks like it's gonna have hardcore penis. fucking in it yeah. um so yeah um oh wow so you'd go into like yeah i'd see like you know like a calendar somewhere because it was kansas so yeah there'd be like a calendar that just had something like the buddha said and, I, and yeah. we read siddhartha in school and there was something in me that was like very interested in it but also like that's like so far away that's from so far away i don't even understand like the you know that and well it's like almost so when i think about when you get to the root of like when i think about buddhist monks they kind of live a similar life to the absolutely ministers or the absolutely. friends or whatever and i'm uncomfortable with it i don't yeah. like I, and now in my life like i cannot stomach boredom Oh, wow. I cannot stomach like people being quiet in a way because that's just how I spend my life. Yeah. Yeah. So I am like, like so overstimulated, overstimulated and averse to anything like that. And I definitely need to go like sit by myself in Joshua Tree for. Oh, my God. You got to do a Vipassana. Yeah. I did the 10 day. Yeah. And it was for you go. I I literally went crazy because. Yeah. No, I'm not. It's I like I don't know if you feel the same, but. I've realized in the course of like that meditation and just really trying to work on myself that I have attached some part of my identity to having emotions. Mm. So when I don't feel an extreme emotion, instead of just going, I'm calm, I go, I'm dead. This is, this is is wrong. Why don't I, why am I not panicking or why am I not screaming? What's your normal like base state emotion? (sighs) Mine's just like uncomfortable. (laughs) I mean, I go, I, I definitely fluctuate. I think 
I am a person that if you were to strip away all circumstances, like everything that's happened to me, I think I'm a deeply happy person. I think Mm -hmm. I'm, I think when I was really young before fucking, you know, life happened and chaos ensued, I was like a ball of sunshine type of just like happiness ever I go resonating it. But now I sort of sit at this. I mean, if you turn on my, my music on my iPhone, it's all sad. (laughs) I like lean into my sadness, but I think, I got so comfortable in my depression trying to like explore it as a way to get rid of it mm-hmm. that I inadvertently sort of made it, it. It became part of who I tell myself I am. Right. Like I'm quote the depressed person. Right. Which no, is an issue. I, I think I do the same thing, but I can't remember who sang it about us on the trip. I don't know who, but they're like you and Jessica Michelle are so like, like we, we would go outside and I didn't even notice we were doing this, but every dog that walks by, we're like, hi. Oh my God. I love you. And we're like, look at that. Oh my God. It's like, like joy. Yeah. I have. And then when I was little, I was like such a spaz and like so excited. Yes. Uh, I yeah. think I had to like, I think my mom and not even like my mom did some like super fucked up shit, but I think just in like trying to rein in your over energetic kid mm. just made me like, sub, like suppress my happiness. Yeah. Like just like, Take it down a notch. Wow. Wow. Well, I think that's a lot of us, though, is that like how you're saying, I guess that's how I came to this, how you said you didn't realize you were meditating. Right. Well, it's like when you're a kid, there's only, there's so much to think about and you're discovering the world, but there's not all this extra responsibility and the anxiety that gets piled on. Mm -hmm. So I think it's easier to find a moment where you realize you're meditating. Whereas now we have to sit down and go, I'm going to meditate. Like you have to write it in your schedule. Exactly. And now there's just so many thought constructs that, you know, you just have to like slide underneath all your ideas and everything. And it's so easy to do when you're little because you don't, you haven't been telling yourself the same story every day. Every day you've woken up and been like, I'm failing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So if you can just, you know, this isn't about meditation, but I try to get up and before I can start telling myself a story, just like slip into something else for a little bit, just because um but what do you yeah, mean like, like slip into another state of consciousness that's not just retelling the like s- i'm not working hard enough the, i'm da, da 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 like the thoughts just start and you're like oh, okay. negative. yeah my friend just did ayahuasca and she said that she her thoughts she could hear them talking without like she was separate from them and she oh, could wow. just hear them circling over and over and over and she couldn't make it stop and she realized like that's just like there's just like a pattern an, like a record playing in her brain. Oh my gosh. What a horrible realization, mm-hmm. but also probably helpful. So helpful for growth. Have you done ayahuasca? I want to do it no. so bad. I, d- I have a group of friends about to do it. Do you want to get in on it? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Are you doing it? No. Are you too afraid? Yeah. I, you're not ready to go that deep in your mind. And yeah, I'm yeah. You're like I'm not ready to conquer that beast. Mm-mm. Have you done shrooms? Yeah. Ugh. They're I my favorite. Yeah. I just, my friends are doing LSD next weekend too. And they're like, do you want to come? And I just don't want to fuck with, like I, a year ago I was having daily panic attacks that were, were ruining my life. Oh like, my gosh. It I'm was so, sorry. so horrible. Thank you. Um, I don't want to ever get myself back like, into, yeah. I don't want to fuck with my mind too much. Yeah. That's the thing is that it's like, I think with, I, I think I'll probably always stay at like maybe doing an annual mushroom thing and i did mushrooms once not in a 
calm environment and I was like oh never again this is like I can only do mushrooms spiritually to like understand myself uh, of course yes because fuck that fuck people no. are like, let's just take shrooms and go to the circus and you're like you're a fucking let's psycho. go to the fair your life is a prison and I don't want to be a part of it no I don't <laughs> understand how people do that at all my ex-boyfriend took mushrooms before I went to a party once and it was Halloween and I like found him and he was throwing his wig away and I was like, <laughs> so what, are you, I was like what are you doing and he's like scaring me and I was like no it's fine just put it on and I like put his wig back on him and then I like caught him again like hiding trying to hide his wig <laughs> and he's like it's trying to kill me and so finally we had to throw it away and just be like whatever but um and he ruined Halloween for everyone he ruined Halloween and but but I don't know if I've ever told you this just really briefly we the first time I ever did mushrooms we were peeking so hard it was all my girlfriends just sitting around in a circle laughing so hard oh and John gosh. Stamos called us on speakerphone in real life in like real life. the real life John Stamos yes because John Stamos has your number well he was with my friend who he was with the same boyfriend who was throwing his wig in the trash can and we kept texting my boyfriend Stamos me Stamos me Stamos me <laughs> and finally they just called that had to be insane because you're like is this the voice of god we no wonder you're like you love john stamos yes and we wrote we i have like 10 pages of notes that i kept (laughs) from it because we like went got to the bottom of john stamos we're like his hair is imprisoning him he needs to shave it and then he will be free he has a beta male and beta males are better at sex than alpha males we figured that out that is so true Mm -hmm. nobody fucks better than a sad boy by the way it's like and that it's like as much as i don't want the fucking hassle of dealing someone who's like an emotional whole thing it's like i'm i'm an emotional mess i don't need to be with emotional mess oh my god just a fucking someone who thinks they have to prove something oh it is a real like i'll never be strong Strong enough for you and like yeah fuck me like you know i'm you're not good enough <laughs> alpha males are just like Ugh, like just like yeah i'm here yeah no no thanks so we figured out beta males like what he needed to do with his hair we sent him all of this uh he did not follow our advice but <laughs> fuck you stamos yeah um it's it's exciting now to not have to be so bored um and get to do more fun and things. get to do mushrooms and stuff because i literally was in groceries the grocery store line the other day and there was a reader's digest <gasps> and i opened it and read a joke and i turned to the person behind me and was like this is a reprint of a joke from like 20 years ago that I, you remember i would read being- reader's digest on loop wait my mom had the books oh the yeah, reader's digest collection yes <gasps> i would Me be too. so bored and we would just be sitting there and the family would be eating forever and talking about such boring shit and i would just digest reader digest so. oh my god the reader's digest that's oh my god that's it's for people who are like bored and they need to consume yeah no my family we weren't like so religious we didn't have pop culture but i was it was just like neglected. I was like, I remember watching Matilda and being like, oh, I resonate with you so much because she's just reading everything in sight and just yes. being like, more, more. Yes. I need more like just to consume. Like, yes, I, I would know. read a book a day. Literature. Yes. I loved reading. What happened? I don't know. Now I'm just, like scared to be by my like with myself. No, it's yeah. If I'm alone too long, it's like I need the peace. Mm-hmm. But I go like, what am I doing? I'm not. I should be out. I should be working harder. Yeah. I should be. I'm really trying to chill out um, because I need, like, last night, I was just like, okay, I'm literally partying a lot. (laughs) It's, I mean, it's hard, especially in L.A. when you have, like, friends. There's the FOMO and just... I know. Especially being in entertainment, it almost feels like I should be out. I should, like, like, be having fun with people who will remember we had fun. And then, like, mm -hmm. maybe they'll want to work with me later. And then cast me on the big movie. Yeah, put me in your film. (laughs) Hey, remember that girl that was drunk at the party? She should be in our movie. 
<laughs> yeah. Remember when I threw up on Steven Spielberg? Anyways, full circle. He did not cast me in this movie. I'm very sorry, Mr. Did Spielberg. Did you really do that? No. Oh, unless he's not listening. And then, yes, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wish. God. I just feel like I want to briefly date someone who is like way too powerful for me, but it's also like old and people are disgusted by it. Oh, just to sure. have that as part of my as part of your story. As part of my story. Just to have like this whirlwind romance with a man who's like disgusting, but I would actually be in love with and then be like, it didn't work out between me and Steven. <laughs> me and Mr. Spielberg. I feel like I used to do stuff for the story all the time. And then at like twenty four I was like, and I'm done with that. And like, now and now I've just like never i'm averse to the story now yeah i'm like look i want love but like i don't need a whole thing yeah i don't need a love story no <laughs> just like <laughs> let's get along can you make me come and can we complain about the same people do you have mac and cheese <laughs> yes feed me and like tell me i'm pretty every once in a while and make me come yeah amen ah oh, the dream wait so okay Wow, I really took us off the subject. It doesn't matter. That's the whole the podcast. Chef. Okay. No. Now I am hungry. I'm so um, hungry. Are we eating after this? We are definitely eating okay, after cool. this. Um, were there food restrictions in your religion, by the way? That's so weird. No. I wouldn't think there would be. But. No. Also, I don't know who I was talking to about Christianity the other day. A little off topic, but when you take a step back, because we were like raised in Christian religions, if you explained how church works to a person who had no idea about Christianity... We eat the body of our God. Yeah. That's so fucking creepy. It's weird. And like drink his blood as like a tribute. It's it's a little strange. Yeah. It's so, um, it's such a downer. And then people be like, oh, it's weird how like Muslims don't eat pork. And it's like, we drink blood. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like we're drinking blood. <laughs> uh, so when did you, did you go to college in Kansas? Yeah. Okay. So were you still like one foot in, one foot out pretending to be religious? Right. Um, when did you like really break free? Oh, I would I would say that the um you know, the college, high school I was you know, it was just still keeping up the facade. It was like no, I wasn't I they knew that yeah. I wasn't, but it was like we couldn't talk about it and I kept waiting for myself to change. Uh like I kept like you like, thought, okay, one day I'm going to wake up and just be yeah. like, I'm happy with this. Yeah. Surely like I'll just realize that something that everybody I love fully is on board with will make sense to me. I'll see the light. Yeah, exactly. So I kept waiting for that to happen. Um, meanwhile, I was, you know, I was a pretty naughty person. Um, <laughs> and I went to college and I was pr pretty crazy. Um, did like a Playboy college. <gasps> did you do the college Playboy? Like I you did. were a bikini mm -hmm. for Playboy? Like the I top mean, I, 10 I or whatever? Topless. <gasps> um, oh my God. Look at you. And I think. Did I, they print you? They did, um, <gasps> but I used a different name. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> like, good for you. Keep your anonymity. <laughs> I can't believe I, I had that foresight back then. Um, yeah, I, and I, fuck. Yeah, and I didn't show my vagina. It was just titties. It was just some tats, which also my parents got me fake boobs. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, like, okay, where'd the fake boobs come from? Did somebody, but like, your parents. My parents were just, I. they're, like, super, in, they're, like, always running marathons and shit and super into health and whatever. And yeah. I was chubby and then I got too skinny and, um, you got too skinny. Was yeah. it eating disorder yeah. or just, uh, yeah. it's rough. Um, well, and that's another weird facet of it. Like I was anorexic, which was such a problem and we would always talk about it, but it wasn't really a problem. Then it became bulimia and then it was a real problem. Oh, but yeah. Nobody could say the word. 
Ah, ever like that's a word in my family. No one will say they'll be like, "You were doing the thing," or you know, blah 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 blah. Where it was like when it was anorexia, that's a very spoken about word and whatever. Yeah, and they had to send me to treatment in Malibu when I graduated college, and 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 then you're like, "I love LA. I "I love it here." I would they would come out every weekend for like family therapy. They're so sweet every weekend. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, because they're like, we want to learn how to like help you, whatever, and like. We could not say it. That's so bizarre. And my therapist once said it, and I started bawling and was like about to throw up, not in a bulimic way. Just yeah, like but it. you're just like, because you're like overwhelmed by emotions. Right. He's like, we don't say it. And then five years later, I'm talking to my dad on the phone, and he's like, because I think your mom, you know, is still struggling with the bulimic stuff. And I was like, what? Like he said it? Well, your mom's bulimic? Exactly. And you're like, was, did you know that? No. Or did you? And that was like the first time like, you were like. I was like, we went like, to family therapy for so long. That's so interesting that like. Only because, like, your lack of consuming so much media and you're still still having body dysmorphia. Oh, my gosh. It's just such a fascinating... My my mother's body is ridiculous. And it was like she would run 12 miles a day. It was so important to her to have the perfect body. But then she would, like, cover it. Yeah. Because it's, it's, like, so weird. To me, well, that's always what I think is, like, why have it if you're not going to flaunt it? Like, I don't have any plastic surgery, but uh, a thousand percent, if I had fake tits, I would never not have a shirt that showed my cleavage. It would be tits tits all the time. I'd be in bikinis and just be like, what? Look at my tits. They're great. I bought them. Yeah. I paid for them, and they deserve to be seen. Yeah. I earned these Yeah, exactly. There was, like, a lot of body... Um, you know, like weirdness in my house. My parents, like I said, they run marathons. They were super into working out and they were like, you have to gain weight. And I had no boobs, none. Uh, you were and like, so I was like, stickly. if you get me fake boobs, I'll then I'll gain weight. weight because then I'll feel curvy. And the fucking dumbest part about this whole thing is that it worked. worked. <laughs> that they were like, oh, she has a point. And then they, I got fake boobs I'll and I was beautiful. like, okay, I'm, I want, I, like, yeah, yeah, I'm a curvy person. Cur- like, so I'll gain like and you did did you gain yes. a little bit of weight back so you like it, it like worked it was the weirdest plan that worked that's so fascinating i know that you bulimic your way into fake tits yeah you guilt it's like you guilted your family yeah it was but like we just like, want you to we want to help you yeah they're pretty on board back at the time like it was my dad's friend there he was, was a plastic surgeon yeah it was like the early he's still alive yeah he's such a genius I'm if you're listening, sir, Dr. Peters, Dr. Peters, please give me just matching tits. They don't have to be big. I just want them to be the same size. Stacy Peters. Um, Yeah. So looking back on it, I can see that it's a very dysfunctional odd. That's just so fascinating because so many people blame women's body issues on the media. Mm -hmm. But you guys were not consuming. But it's also like as much as I uh, clearly I'm like all about body positivity I like the body positive movement I love. And I also hate cause there's a part of me that like, no matter how much I go, I want other people to be body positive. I still hate my body. And then I see people who are like, fuck you. I love my body. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Why do you, I don't love my body. You don't right. get to love your body either. Right. <laughs> no. Why are you, you so start confident? The body hatred movement. Yeah. It's like, if I have to feel ashamed, so do you, but what's well, just such a weird thing. Cause it is like, yes, media feeds us shit, but it's also, there's a whole biological component to like men want to see big fucking titties. Mm-hmm. And it's like the media isn't the reason a man isn't into my one small boob. Like it's not like <laughs> Cosmo made you hate me. It's, it's the magazine's fault that you don't like my butt that looks like it belongs on a 90 year old man. 
<laughs> Jessica, you have the most adorable, perfect body. That I makes a, me really sad, but you are hilarious. I um, have a fun body. It's like an interesting... <laughs> I feel like my body's like a dolly painting. It's Someone today described me, and they're specifically talking about my eyebrows, but they described me as... It was Nicole Amy Schreiber. I'm saying someone as if it's like elusive. Was it Steven Spielberg? We don't know. <laughs> She's like... She described me as avant-garde sexy. And honestly, Ooh. I loved it. I was yeah. like, oh, like... Because I've always been... No, I'm just talking about myself. Who am I? Pete I love Holmes. it. Um, oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I've always said that like guys are into me. I feel like when a guy's into me, they're like, I am not sure why I'm into you. Not even in a negative way. No, they I just understand. can't pinpoint. They're like, something about you, but it's not a thing that I can go, oh yeah, the fucking butt. You're not, you're not in like a category. Yeah. I'm a creep. You're not, you know... <laughs> I, I don't think I really am either. Yeah, it's just like you're just this unique, like beautiful. I feel like some people think the word unique is offensive or no. like, I guess because it could be like, you're very unique. Dot, dot, dot. If there's a pause before it, it's yeah, not good. Yeah, it's not good. But <laughs> if it's just said, it's like, oh, I'm just one of a couple. Yeah. Um, wait, a couple more religious questions. Okay, so you got out around college. When did you, did you kind of like hit the ground running and do like a full 180 like, I'm I was I'm gonna be so like wild in college. nude and drink and I consume was out of media out of control watching like reading us weekly every day watching TV I could not believe we had a TV I was like ah because like a TV I couldn't believe it because um, now yeah I feel like you're so into pop culture now yeah it's like such go, a going to like Wet Seal and buying shorts <gasps> and being like seal. I'm a legend. <laughs> and just blackout drunk. Never had drank before, really. So, so you just I went from had zero to no idea how. Thousand. Yeah, would like smoke a joint, but smoke the whole thing because I didn't know. Because like, you didn't understand. I was, I was the same way in college. Yeah. I just was always in a blackout, a complete blackout. My boyfriend was once driving home from work and was like, "Oh man, there's a girl sleeping under the oh. gas station nozzle," <laughs> and, and like, it was and you, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> So, oh my god I yeah. love you and my parents were just like at a loss um and they're like well the lord works in mysterious <laughs> ways so so you guys just don't talk about it now but it's kind of yeah I wish that I I wish that um I wish that there was something to say I actually had an uber driver drive me home this morning um, hey from our because she's an animal our, we have an es- we're eskimo sisters oh my god we are eskimo sisters we- i call it um what do i call it i call it tether sisters because we've swung on the same pole i love it yeah <laughs> we're playing like tetherball like tetherball yeah. oh i love it we're tether sisters we're tether sisters um, we're tethered together forever so i was coming home from that dick you guys tune into the patreon i'm just kidding <laughs> Um, and I'll release nude photos. <laughs> and uh, I'm coming home and I had this really interesting Uber driver and he looked like he was going to be one way. He looked way too cool for school. Um, but he's an Uber driver. So it's like, right. He's getting, but he was there, like 19 but... and he looked like he could, like was probably a super cool rapper like in oh downtown. God, amazing. And, like something. And then Lives he in was, a loft. And then he was just like, this is a beautiful day. It almost brings tears to my eyes. I was like, hello, what? And he just randomly was like talking about how he was raised super Catholic. And he was like, it's such a bummer to not be able to talk to your mom about all these things that happen in your life because they just have something on loop and they're not listening to you and they're not open. And they're just like, that's a sin. And they just repeat the same thing and they're closed. I was like, yeah, it is painful. It sucks. It does. But I also think, I mean, it for, it just does suck. But I think 
I think it's an important part of growth getting to a point where you can realize even though you can't connect. Like it took me a long time to go, oh yeah, these people are just that like close-minded. It, it's not their fault. You know what I mean? Completely. Is going like, f- like, cause my instinct is like, fuck you. Like, why are you not understanding me? You're wrong. And it's like, no, they're on a different journey. And I, I don't, I mean, not to be all spiritual hippie, but you don't care. Mm, yeah, um, no, please give it to me. I'm well, it's just like the people who I'm wet for it. are like sort of like close-minded to the point of being ignorant, like so religious that like, you know, AIDS exists because gay people are sending right, that guy right. or like, or just whatever level. I got to a point where I realized like their soul isn't at a point in their journey where they're ready to, they're learning something else. Yeah. They're they have, they have a different lesson and yeah. like, they're not ready for the information you're receiving when you're yeah. going, what does the universe mean? And like seeking like who you are and asking all these questions, that person is on a journey that is not at that point yet. Yeah. They maybe are on a human journey of like relationships and you know, like I could be in my bed worried about what, what infinity is and yeah, every night they are, having a really good relationship with their child. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like, that's learning. their lesson to learn is exactly. like how to love one other person or like right. let love in. Yeah. God, last time I did shrooms, I literally was on a loop, not a loop, but like my, my friend was like, it's the most enlightening thing, but you were literally just sitting there trying to verbally explain infinity. <laughs> but I was like, I was like channeling this. I don't know if you do. I don't know how many times you've done them, but I get this thing where I feel like I'm connected to something. Mm, I don't I know if it's like a universal, but I was just like, I don't know. Who I can't even explain it. No, I remember you telling me that you were in Joshua Tree, right? Yeah. Because remember I posted that Elmo thing on your wall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We should go to the desert. My, oh, you can go this weekend. <gasps> Ooh, maybe. Am I in town this weekend? I'm like raising my eyebrows. That's good for a podcast. <laughs> my exquisitely drawn in eyebrows that I did not wash off my face. What, last okay, night. yeah. Why does your makeup look so good? Oh, my roommate Nikki Martinez. You guys at Nikki underscore Martinez underscore M U A. I don't know. At it. She's a makeup artist, and she wanted to do a tutorial on just basic skin, and then she like had added the eyes just for fun. But I was like, I will always be your canvas. So she did my makeup, and true to who I am, I kept it on all night because I was like, I could run into the love of my life tomorrow morning. Duh. or just anyone and they should be like she's so hot her yeah. eyebrows are so avant-garde you look amazing i i want i'm trying to learn how to do makeup i don't want to teach you yeah i like my here's my thing is that i worry if i get too into makeup and maybe this is just crazy because i like my natural face i don't think i'm hot but i'm like i'm okay with who i am and i'm like i, I have friends so, that like won't leave the house without makeup you do like yeah i mean i don't know or just like people i know right (laughs) and i don't ever want to be like i can't go out without my face right i i don't wear makeup most days but but then when you put it on and it just gives you a little it's just uh fun. fun it's fun it's fun it's like getting girly yeah which i like to do sometimes and sometimes i think i want to wear suits and be masculine yeah i'm a human yin yang um, would you ever, cause you're a writer, would you ever consider writing like a treatment or a feature based on the religion or you're like, it just too deep I and your family like be too upset? I don't want to upset them. I even talking about it right now, like, am I devastating you? No, no. I, I, it's, it's good. Like, uh, it's just honesty has so much guilt attached to it for me, you know, like, um, yeah, who I really wow. am. Like I'm, I just left getting d- like some dick. Like, I, I don't know. It's true. And I want to be truthful, but I'm like, oh, I'm a mess. But, um, but it's like, yeah, 
Yeah. You're like my yeah. sins. But mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I actually was going to try a TV show about it, and then Kimmy Schmidt came out. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yeah, and it was, and it's too similar. It or it's too like similar, yeah. the mole people. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because it just reiterates how like we have so many similarities someone was that show came out and someone was like i feel like you're like kimmy schmidt but without the bunker for some reason you just turned out like you're completely out of touch with <laughs> totally with society <laughs> i date the same guy with like the mom he called every day is this the same guy who moved helped you move my desk no Kay. wait i think it was danny that helped me move your desk you guys whatever i said about him before was a lie he was a very nice man but danny jollis he's great see him on crazy ex-girlfriend on the cw um right. <laughs> um Fuck, what was I saying? Oh, he said dating me because he was really into movies. He liked going to concerts. He was very in touch with, like, just the music culture, like what the new hot bands are. He always knew what movies were coming out. Oh, I'm like that, too. I love Cardi B. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> he said dating me was like dating someone from a foreign country or another planet. Yeah. Because I never knew. I know nothing. Any references. Mm-mm. We're just, like, dropped here. I don't know where to begin to learn, so I've just begun to avoid all information. Because um, it's, I mean, it's overwhelming. Yeah, and there's so much bullshit being constantly thrown at you. Yeah, I, I've decided to just completely shut down. <laughs> I mean, I do that too. That's what I, I worry about. That that I like. I know I need to take more alone time to recharge, mm-hmm. but when I'm alone, I feel like I'm like, I go, am I shutting down? Am I shutting people out? Is it, am I doing something unhealthy by being alone? Right. Like, is this good for me, or am I closing myself off? Uh, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But I think some of the best, this is fucking, I just, this sounds so narcissistic. Some of the best times of my life are are with me. No, some of the like most like breakthrough moments as far as like a wisdom or just a piece of information that really came to me and I understood it about life. Um, and it, and it wasn't necessarily anything that hadn't been said to me, but it came in moments where I was alone. Yeah. Where like, I mean, you can tell someone forever, like, you want to find love, you got to learn to love yourself. But until they have a moment where they're like, oh, oh I get it. like it has to just, and you can't force it. It just hits you when it hits you or it maybe it doesn't hit you this lifetime. But yeah, I'm, the, it's funny. That's a lesson I'm really trying to learn like today. Yes. <laughs> From yesterday, I was like, I have to spend more time alone. And, um, just like go deeper because yeah but it's you know we all have trauma from our childhood everybody does everybody does um we all have stuff that we feel really dirty and guilty about not even i don't mean that in a sexual way just it could be but but also that yeah (laughs) um and we don't have to be scared of it anymore because it's not real and everything we want is on the other side of it yes you have to push through your fear that's what love is that's what i think we were saying that drunk on the corner in new york Oh, God, really? <laughs> Maybe I was. And you were like, I miss him again. I was like, let all girls. Um, all right, we're almost done. Let me just like two more questions. Um, sure. I um, Okay, so is there anything that like someone who's like a friend or a partner to someone who has a background like yours, like if you had a boyfriend or a friend, like yes. how oh they can gosh. be supportive because oh you still gosh, have family so in glad, it? glad you asked that. Um, yeah. I think even just being raised Catholic. Yeah. There's a lot, like, if you're not raised like it, it's so easy to be like, just stop. Don't be guilty. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, like, just don't. Just don't. You just don't have the feelings you, you feel. Right. And 
it is like wired into you so deeply. Um, yeah. And it's a part of who you were and it's a part of who you are and it's a part of who you are always be. Yeah. Um, so have patience with it. And I've had I really nice boyfriends who I would, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I am so scared. Like I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to whatever. And th- I remember oh my, God, my boyfriend, Megan. I know my boyfriend was so sweet. The the one who had to throw his wig away. Um, <laughs> sweet wig. Stay found like a 24 year, a 24 hour uh, diner near us. And we would like go at 3 a.m. all the time and have to when you'd wake soup. up. Yep. And we oh. were just like. This is so cute. It was really cute. So, uh, yeah, I I don't like it when a partner or a friend is like, uh, don't worry about it. Like, or you'll say it and somebody will be like, you're not going to hell. I'm oh, like, man. I know rationally that you're right. But I mean, it's I mean, it's the same with so many psychological issues when they're that deep. Like, yeah, I do that with abandonment. Like, yeah. I know rationally when the guy I'm dating, I'm not dating a guy, but like the theoretical guy I'm dating <laughs> takes out the trash. He's not leaving me forever. But like. The pan, I can't stop that. Like, yeah. and it's your, and it, there's like lessons to be learned in it for you. So just being like, stop doing it isn't the answer. You're like, that's not, you know, how that works. It's like, oh, okay, you, everything that's happened to you is for a reason. The universe is trying to learn something about itself. So I love that. Stick with it. The universe is, we're all being taught things by the universe. Mm-hmm. And the universe well, is being taught about itself. Yeah. We're all unlocking things that live deep inside of us. The universe like needs to, it's infinite. It wants to infinitely grow and that's through you. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's a great note to close on. Oh, where can people find you? They can find me. I'm um, crying in my bed. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> We're here right now. Um, they can find me at Megan Granger on Instagram and Facebook and um, on Superficial Magic. I would love it if you guys listen to the podcast and uh, say hi there. Yes, go over there. It's a great podcast. If you loved this chat, it's just like this times a thousand. I feel like just so much deepness. You are so awesome because you have like listened to it and I love you for it. And no, I love your, I love your podcast. Okay, if anyone else who has a podcast who I've been like, great podcast is listening. I'm sorry, but the truth is <laughs> your, I listen to like three podcasts regularly. Not even regularly. I don't listen to any podcast regularly. <laughs> but when I go, I'm going to listen to a podcast. I turn on yours. And then I sometimes turn on Ari Shafir's oh. and then, or I'll learn, I'll do 365 days of astronomy or a Ted talk, but <laughs> God, that means a lot to me. Um, no, I just like, I love it. I, I love your insight and your brain and your, it's, I don't know if positivity is the right word, but it's just like your hopeful outlook where it's like every, you view everything as like being able to come back and go like, this is a lesson or like, yeah, it's, it, this thing might suck, but it's all for something bigger exactly you guys go listen go follow megan i just love you you're such a great interviewer and i can't wait to listen to all your other podcasts i love you you're lying and it's fine no i'm not i listened <laughs> ask me i'm at just lunch. kidding <laughs> i'm so excited about lunch i'm like ask me at lunch because we're eating it now oh my god we're going out yeah we're staying in and taking care of ourselves after lunch we're going something very popular with a lot of people um all right bye idiots bye Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.